Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When was the last time you went to voice class? I took voice lessons in middle and high school. I can tell your voice is like honey, vegan honey. Oh my goodness. Welcome to Talking Tofu, the podcast about the vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about dinner at Del Bar and the new Whole Foods vegan chocolate chip cookies recipe. We're also going to try vegan French gummies that a reader sent to us. Wow. What a lineup. Wow. Have we, have we vetted the, the firmness of these gummies? It seems like a firm bag. You good? Here, you you check. Okay. I, can't, I mean, we're going to do it either way. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard gummy. Yeah, chew them in front. I'm a little nervous. Chew them in the front. A little nervous. No, that's a back chew. That's a back chew. Wait, do you think that's a buck teeth chew? What, what are no, these No, I'm teeth? worried about your... Because the crowns the, are in the back. Yeah, I know. So chew in the front. Becky, the crowns are all over. Oh. <laughs> Damn. It's well covered with crowns. But do you... What are the chomper, the, buck, the rabbit teeth, the front teeth? What are the front teeth? Aren't they just called the front teeth? No. Bicuspids. No, bicuspids are the are the the fangs, the meaty teeth. Yeah, no, the fangs are the canines. The bicuspids are the teeth that are when somebody draws a tooth. That is what they're drawing. You know, the flat squares with the two little tentacles at the bottom. Mm. What are the front incisors? I thought the canines are like the, the incisors. incisors would need to be inside. Jesus Christ, really? Names of teeth. <laughs> this dude's name is Randy. Okay, the teeth. front ones are the incisors. Ha-ha! And then you got the canines, then the premolars, and okay. then the molars. So which ones are the bicuspids? Let's just put this to bed. Unlisted. Bicuspids. Because that's definitely a tooth, right? Yeah. Permanent teeth located between the canines and the molars. I told you. So the premolars the... are the bicuspids. Yes. yes. So we did it on North Highland Avenue. On this is in. Sorry if you don't live in Atlanta. Sorry in general, if you're driving down North Highland Avenue. Yeah. Where we used to live. Mm-hmm. Oh, that area of that North area. Highland. Yes. Okay. 
there was a dentist on the strip of one of the lofts that was built where Mm -hmm. Emin Perk Coffee is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was a dentist there and it was a pediatric dentist and they had a sign sticking out from it and it was a bicuspid on the sign. Mm. But it always bothered me. Not bothered me, but seemed strange to me. Okay, it bothered me. You know what? It bothered me. You were mad about it. No, I wasn't mad about it, but I was bothered by it because the tooth was so sexy, Becky. The tooth had... (laughs) Full lips and a demure face, like demure eyes, like lidded eyes and big lashes. Okay. It was a very sexy tooth for a pediatric dentist. (laughs) It really disturbed your delicate sensibilities. It was, do you remember, I'm sure you do, the Wendy's Grill Skills video? Of course. How could I forget Grill Skills? Okay. Do I get that you remember... That it exists. The minutia of the Grill Skills remember? video? Medium. Okay. Not really. If you say something about it, it'll okay. probably like come back. So during the rap, the Grill Skills video, first half is the training. Yep. And the back half is the rap. Listener, you should... I'll link to this in the show notes. <laughs> and you should watch it because these wow. these fast food training videos are amazing. They're I, so fun from I, like the 80s and 90s. I do need to... We, we need to disclaim... A lot of raw meat being cooked in the in the Grill Skills video. Oh, yeah. So it is very not, meaty. If yeah. you don't want to see that, don't watch it. Yeah. But if you like a good 80s fast food training video like yeah. we do. <laughs> you can do hot drinks. Hot drinks, good. Cold, cold drinks. drinks. I'll, li- I'll link to those as well in okay. case you want something without meat in it. So anyway, the Grill Skills is broken into two parts. One is the training and then there's a rap video or a music video mm-hmm. that is everything from the that's everything from the first part set to music in that part the patties are the backup singers and they have lady faces oh yeah they do drawn onto them it's that kind of lady face that was on this sexy tooth it's like missed me from doctor who what's her name cassandra cassandra yeah yes moisturize me moisturize me moisturize well they were spraying her i know you're right it's moisturize me i know you got some kitty is in her car screaming right now i'm screaming right now i know i'm i'm screaming at myself inside Mm -hmm. um how are you doing do we have to formally ask how you're doing it seems like you're doing well. I'm doing great. I had an incredible Beltline skate yesterday with friends. It uh, started raining at 5 p.m. yesterday, and it's supposed to rain for three days. So I wanted to get in like one last Beltline roll before that started because the weather is finally outdoorsy weather again. Okay. Like temperature-wise. Um, and I was rolling down the Beltline, and I forgot to pack gum. I like to have gum when I'm skating because I get so thirsty, but I don't want to drink because then I have to stop and use a bathroom in roller skates. No, thank mm. you. So I usually keep my liquid intake to the minimum and then just guzzle water in the car. Oh, okay. I forgot my gum, and I was so thirsty, and I was rolling down the Beltline, and I saw somebody carrying a Shake Shack lemonade. There's yeah. a Shake Shack on the Beltline. Yeah. And it looked so good that I went to shake. I was meeting up with friends and I was like, find me at the Shake Shack. Okay. I, I got a Shake Shack lemonade and I'd never had one before. It is so good and tart. Huh. I was talking to them and I was going from the tartness oh. in between sips. It was Ooh. so good. Gross, but good. Gross for them. Great experience for me. I don't know if we're becoming a more mouthy society. Or if I'm just, if my misophonia is getting worse. 
My misophonia is definitely getting worse, but I'm not sure that that's all it is. Mm-hmm. I think we're becoming a smackier society. Yeah, I feel like during lockdown, we forgot how to be humans. Yeah. I'm yeah. not putting you on blast specifically, although you are very guilty. Oh, yeah. I'm disgusting, y'all. No, you're not Never disgusting. Never eat Stop with that. Me. No, I'm you're not. So dis- Stop. No, you're not. <laughs> She's not. She's not. But when you're at home, you have your you have your pajama eating <laughs> practices, and that's different. All of us, the, our pajama eating practices are different than our people pants eating practices, mm-hmm. like out in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That said, you're smacking. You're smacking. Yeah. Yeah. I think also our TV watching while we eat setup, which is terrible and atrocious, when we do it, sometimes we eat at the table. But when we are watching TV, now I'm sitting closer to you. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. There's nowhere else for me to go. Yeah. Except like in the hallway, which I might start doing. (laughs) Oh, no. You you mustn't. It's pretty bad. Oh, oh, buddy. But it's because I'm... Okay. (laughs) All right. How are you? uh, Well... (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting a skating story. Really? Out of that... Well, it's been a pretty skate light time, and yesterday seemed pretty unremarkable. Oh. And, but I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because you talked about lemonade. Yeah. Which I'm on a beverage journey right now. Yeah, Dave is on a big beverage I'm journey. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm drinking a full regular Coca-Cola right now, so you wouldn't know that I was trying. <laughs> well, but before that, you tried one of my Diet Cokes, and you were like, no. Right. When I was a child, I was a little soda goblin. Mm-hmm. Loved my soda. Loved it. Had my Coca-Cola. I had my, when I got into middle school, I got into Surge. Not Surge, Squirt. We got Squirt at Sam's Club. What are you looking at? Slurm, it's highly addictive. Okay. Okay. That's what you were waiting for? You put that in the chamber and then just decided not to move until you had a chance to say it? Yes. She froze. (laughs) I did. I was like, don't forget your joke about Slurm. Okay. Uh, I was still a soda boy in high school. Then in college. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just laughing again about At yourself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then in college, I moved more to a Gatorade direction. Still a little bit of soda, but more Gatorade. When we met, I was a Gatorade boy. Yeah. It was Riptide Rush. Mm. The purple Gatorade. Oh, yeah. That purple Gatorade. I turned you on to it. No, I don't like it. Gatorade Frost was the time. You liked it at the time, Becky. Oh, at the time. Okay. Yes. Okay. Still, my point is, I went from soda to a different as sugary drink, less caffeinated, but just exactly as sugary, mm-hmm. you know? Then I left college and I started to like get my shit together slowly and stopped drinking soda or sugar drinks altogether for a long time. Probably until like 2020. Yeah. And then I started working soda back in. And I like soda. It's a good, it's a great sometimes drink. Here's the thing. I want to drink it more than sometimes. Yeah. I want to drink it a lot of times. Yeah. But I'm trying to be mindful of the sugar. Mm-hmm. So I'm on a, I'm on a quest to find light sugar or zero sugar sodas that don't taste like trash. Yeah. Like, like trash bag water. It's tough. The sweeteners are bad. Yeah. Stevia is bad. The one that I really like is monk fruit, but the monk fruit sodas are expensive because it's not as common, but it tastes way better. Well, I'm not trying to break the bank. Yeah. So what I've done 
I love my favorite soda is cherry Coke. I I'd be okay with that being the only soda I ever drank in my life. Yeah. But I tried zero sugar. Yeah. I tried zero sugar cherry Coke. Did you try it out of the Coke freestyle at the movie theater? No. Okay. Why? Because at that theater, when you add cherry soda to or cherry to Mm -hmm. something, it's a different zero sugar. It is not sweetened at all, and it tastes like trash. Ew. It's really bad. That's, That's why I dumped that one out, because uh, it was so bad. <laughs> I wanted so entitled. I wanted a zero-sugar cherry Sprite, and I, fi- I so I made one mm-hmm. in the thing, and it tasted like nothing. It huh. tasted so trashy. So I was like, well, I'm not drinking this. How does it taste like cherry if it's not sweet? It doesn't. It's just But my pink. cherry Coke tastes like cherry. I know, but they must have a zero sugar cherry syrup that they're mm. using because it uh, it is bad. That is bad. It is bad. That's not what I had, though. I've stopped getting cherry stuff at that movie theater. Anyway. The cherry Coke at that movie on. theater is like the, the gold standard. That's what all soda should be is the cherry Coke out of the Coke freestyle machine. Yeah. That's the best drink in the world. Okay. It is. I'll have to try it. It is. So... I, no, I bought cans. I bought the little little baby cans, mm-hmm. like you're drinking of the Diet Coke. Yeah. The zero sugar cherry Coke. Mm-hmm. I had one sip. I couldn't buy a single anywhere. I couldn't find a single. I looked for like two weeks for a single. I guess I could have gone to a gas station, but I don't go to gas stations because I don't drive that much because I'm a good global citizen. <laughs> so I bought the six pack of the little baby cans. Oh, do so, we still have them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took one sip, garbage, Yeah. texted you, said, this is the worst thing I've ever tasted. You said, I'll drink the other ones. So you already know that I bought it. I didn't get it at the Coke Freestyle, that I got it in the cans. <laughs> and you know that the cans are still, that I still have that. Cool. I love the, that. I'll drink them. I will try them. You're welcome to them. Thank Go you. with God. I'll do that. So big whiff there. Big whiff on the Diet Coke. I tried the Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the world loves Diet Coke. Everybody loves Diet Coke. You were just saying before we recorded, I, you, I'm i not going to say your voice to you. Tell me what you said. Tell everybody <laughs> what you said. Dave came in here with the Diet Coke. And before he opened it, he said, if I don't like this, will you drink it? And I was like, sure. And so he, and so he was standing there. So he opened it and he took the first sip in front of me and handed the can directly to me. And that reminded me that Diet Coke tastes good to me because of nostalgia. Like there's the thinking part of my brain that knows it tastes bad, but then there's this other part of my brain that's like, it's so good. Yeah. It's very funny. But I I don't think you're alone. Everybody seems to love Diet Coke. Everybody really likes the flavor. I see it everywhere. Yeah, it's weird. Everybody drinks it. Yeah. So, and... What we learned this week has more caffeine than regular Coke. A lot more. Like 1.5 times more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 46 grams or milligrams or whatever versus like 32 or 34 in a Coke. Mm-hmm. Bonkers. Yeah. Why were we looking that up? I don't uh, know why you... Oh, because... So I bought poppies. I bought poppy and olipops and I've been buying one of each flavor... And going through and I have a little checklist on the refrigerator for whether I liked it or not. And my goal is to get to get do a comprehensive list and then I'll have my hits. Yeah. And I can get my hits. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. 
But that's why we were looking because some of them are caffeinated. Oh, that's right. And we were seeing how much there was caffeine in them. Oh, yeah, because you handed me one at like 6 p.m. And I said, on a weekday. And I said, is this caffeinated? Because it was their like Dr. Pepper. Right. And Dr. Pepper has caffeine. Yeah. So does the Olipop. Yeah. Yeah. That's the top. That's the, that's the top one though yeah it tastes so good i would have had more of it except for it being late on a weeknight yeah my alarm clock doesn't care if i made a bad decision about soda at 6 p.m well my my investigation we're, we're following mostly on bad but there are some surprise goods in there yeah and some that i'm like i could do this but that begs the question of why why are you doing that you know yeah, you should be like looking forward to this. It should be a treat. It should be a treat. Should be it a shouldn't treat. feel like a chore. Yeah. If it feels like a chore, get it out of there. But I want us to go through once I've done what I feel to be a near comprehensive trip through. Mm-hmm. I want us to talk about my yeses. Okay. Together. That sounds To share fun. the yeses. I love that. Yeah. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do. That's but until cool. then, I'm drinking full ass soda. I love that for you. You enjoy cherry Coke so much. It makes you so happy. This is a regular Coke. Oh. We just had it. And I was like, I got to clean out, got to clean out the, the cabinet. Yeah. Got to do get, it. Let's get for the stuff family. out of that cabinet. Yeah. Speaking of cleaning out, I'm cleaning out the whole house. You working on a slurm joke? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to go on. Say more. Well, I thought you would, you would support me and say, yeah, you are. You're cleaning out the whole house. You've been, we've said on the pod, I've been on this mission. Yeah, you have been room to room, improving, improving in each room. Four trips to Goodwill at this point. Yeah. Four full carloads to Goodwill. Yeah. We just had dinner at a friend's, couple, couples, couples, friends, couples house. They're both friends. We had dinner at friend's house, not a friend's. What do you say? How do you say? Our friends. How, how say? Our friend's house. At our friend's house. We had dinner at our friend's house. The apostrophes after the S because it's two friends. It's two friends. They're so tidy. Yeah, they keep nothing. I know. But she's like a real minimalist. Like she doesn't want anything new. Right. We got to we gotta strive for that. The stuff that I'm... Four carloads. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. And I'm not missing any of it. There was no hesitation on any of the stuff in those four carloads no that's bad yeah we've also been in this house for almost 20 years that's no excuse we can be long time to like accumulate stuff and shove it into closets yeah well i think that's the thing like we can be better stewards of ourselves i think we should be we could be i think we should be i agree that we could be i think Well, you're sitting pretty because you're stuffing stuff into closets and I'm cleaning them out when I get sick of it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess don't change. <laughs> okay, I'm going to I'm going to be a contributing member of the household. Yeah. What one thing I did, a little side quest is making our bedroom more pleasant to be in. Wait, didn't we talk about this last? Yes. Time? Oh my god. I have more to say on it. Oh, okay. It is magical. It's a fairy wonderland. That's in addition to the clean out. Yeah. It's trying to pretty it up. The new point that I was going to make. So Mm -hmm. sorry that I'm wasting time on our podcast, by the way. (laughs) The new point I was going to make was we have had a steamer mop in the corner of the bedroom 
for probably like 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gotten used to it. It's my yeah. view from the bed. It's your view. That's, that's the point I was making. It's almost like this is a valuable point to make. <laughs> it's the first thing you see in the morning. Yeah. When you wake up. Steamer mop. Steamer mop. We have steamed the floors maybe 10 times total since having the steamer mop. Why does it deserve <laughs> this princess placement in our house? Yeah, I agree. It's not a princess appliance. No, so I put it in a closet. Yeah. I put it in a closet this week. You didn't even notice. No. And then I pointed it out and you felt like 10 pounds lighter. It's true. This is all a fact. So I'm sorry that <laughs> the points I'm making are annoying or I'm not sure what your specific gripe is about me talking about this, but it is good. It is. It's, I'm doing a good thing and it's, in my opinion, an interestingly good thing. It is. To talk about. I'm I'm all in, Dave. Okay. <laughs> Are you in to help me when I need it? Yeah, you just got to ask me. I do have to ask you. I do. Know, I, I'm message received on that. <laughs> it must be. It's like a like a magic item. It must be requested. Yeah. You must say the words to to activate its power. Correct. <laughs> okay. I will say you've never you've never let me down when I've asked for help. Thanks. You've I... never never let me down. Hey, speaking of dinner with friends. Yeah. Should we talk about our trip to Del Bar? Sure. Yay! Okay, so first order of business, mm-hmm. it's two words. It is? Yeah. It's two words. Damn. Del space bar. No, it's truly not. It truly is. Did you go, are you citing the URL? I'm on their website. Uh-huh. It's one word. There's a space between the L and the B. Look at the Google result. Yeah, I think that's a problem. I think I think they got it wrong. If you go to about us. So it's Here's one the, word. Yeah, so it's, it's one, one word. word. It's D-E-L-B-A-R, no space between the L and the B. Mm-hmm. So let's let's both try to remember that, okay? Yeah. If we <laughs> collectively mm-hmm, as a team try to be better yeah. about things and not get things wrong like that. I commit to it. Great, me too. Great. Me too. I'll I'll keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and mm-hmm. you continue to keep me accountable. Yes. Please. So Del Bar is a Middle Eastern restaurant. There are actually a bunch of locations around Atlanta, but the one that we went to was in Inman Park. And it is not a fully vegan restaurant, but like a lot of Middle Eastern places, it had a lot of vegan options. It also turns out they're very accommodating. Oh, yeah. When we sat down, the first thing our server said was, have you dined with us before? Are there any dietary restrictions? When we said we're vegan, they uh, the server proceeded to give us a full rundown of what was vegan on the menu. And then it turned out that other things were veganizable that he yeah. didn't even mention. There are like a lot of options. Yeah, he was off to the races the second that we said it. Like yeah. didn't miss a beat and was like, here's 15 options. Yeah, this guy knew what he was doing. So before we talk about the food... Let's talk about the experience. I'm learning and growing as a podcaster. So Dave and I... <laughs> so, so pointed. I didn't even realize you were stabbing me until I looked No, because you always tell me. out of my side. <laughs> so this is... The area where this restaurant is located is tough to park in. And so we went a little early because we figured we would need to park, like drive around looking for parking or park far and walk. This is close to the sexy tooth. 
Yes, it is right by the sexy tooth. Where the sexy tooth was. And we used our sexy teeth to eat this food. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So. Uh, I'm we, glad we did that because we did have to park and walk. We did. And on our walk, we kind of, we parked and we came up from behind the restaurant. So we went around. And when you go around, there's this little sunroom off to one side. It's uh-huh. so cute. Um, just like real cozy looking and vibey with a nice view. And as we were walking by it, I was like, ooh, I hope we get to sit in there. But it's also packed. So I don't think we get to ask to sit in there. And then we just got seated in there. Yeah, it was like... Which was so nice. The the space was like the Wendy's. Not to pull up Wendy's again, but like in the dining room, like in the 80s, they used to have that curved solarium area where it was like a curved window mm-hmm. and you sat underneath it. It was very exciting. It yeah. was like that old vibe. Yeah. It was just really cute and cozy in there. Like a nice low lighting, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Tough to photograph, though. I have no pictures of the food. Yeah, it was packed. It was packed. A little loud. A little loud, yeah. yeah. I, I could only just... hear about 30% of what y'all were talking about, but... I think I'm just getting old. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. But, gosh, the food. So we ordered some drinks first. Yeah, we started with drinks. And what I ordered was the Charbot e Kiar, which was a cucumber, coconut, mint, citrus drink. It came out, it was this like vibrant green creamy drink, but it wasn't like super thick because coconut milk can make things super thick and almost oily tasting. Mm -hmm. But they didn't use too much coconut milk, just enough to like color it and give it a little flavor. This was so amazing. They have a whole zero proof section and there were other drinks on here that were appealing to me, like a coconut chai tea and a barberry lime drink yeah uh but i just went ahead and ordered a second one of these charbati kiar drinks because it was so good uh i had a del bardier to start which is the their signature take on a boulevardier uh it was rye averna amaretto and capel why did i do this capoletti capoletti it was it was a boulevardier if you're familiar with that drink with Really, really strong, fruity, nutty direction from the Amaretto, which I thought was a really interesting take on it and matched a lot of the fruity, nutty vibe we were having from the rest of the food. Then my second cocktail I had later in the evening was the Saudi Money, which was bourbon, Amaro, Albalu, and lime, Mm. um, which I thought was very good as well. Nice. That one was a little bit more like a paper plane, a little bit of a fruitier, tartier bourbon drink. Um, So from there, we just kind of ordered a bunch of appetizers. We didn't... The one thing the server was not good at, I feel like, was conveying how much food was going to arrive on each plate because it's kind of a family-style place. And we weren't sure if we should be leaning into like a tapas direction where we order a bunch of stuff or like, you know, each order one thing and then we share it all. So we just ordered a ton of appetizers. Well, I think he was instructive. Yeah, asking how many of us were planning to eat each dish and then recommending a number of dishes based on that. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, yeah, we were just pretty full for the second round of ordering, but we continued anyway. Yeah. It's not his fault. Yeah. We all, we ordered one dish twice. Yeah. That's on us. That is on us. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that one dish? We might that well- one dish was the falafel, the falafel plate, fried garbanzo and fresh herbs, kale salad, pickled beets. Man. Oh, man. When I tell you, this is the best 
Why'd you squint like that? Was it pickled beets? I thought it yes. was pickled onions. Beets? Okay. Yeah. It was pickled beets. Okay. So anyway, as I was saying. I'm so sorry. When I tell you that this is the best falafel that I've had in my entire life, it was fluffy, which I did not think was possible with falafel. I should have called it falafel because <laughs> it was fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of falafel. Yeah. You could have called it falafel. Falafel. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, I've had falafel that was, that was not super dense. I think the, the more convenient the falafel option is, the more dense you're probably going to get. Like the whole foods falafel is like a ball of dark matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still tasty, but like, it's a really toothsome, you know? This was light and airy, so much space within there. Like I was, I was sore. I annoyed people with how much I was talking about <laughs> the falafel. How much I liked the falafel. The falafel was good. We also ordered. We got the heirloom tomato salad, which was heirloom tomatoes, and they were little baby tomatoes, all different colors: red, yellow, and green. Yep. With red onion, radish, mint, taftoon bread, and cucumber. And I have a feeling. I don't remember. The server told us that the bread they usually bring to the table is not vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the friends that we were dining with weren't vegan, but we ordered all vegan stuff so we could all share everything. Yep. So he brought half of the regular bread for them and then half of a different bread that's vegan for us. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had written it down. It was so down. good. It was so good. It was so loud in there. I couldn't hear him. And what was I going to be like? Can you spell that for me? Right. So, uh, but if you do eat there, make sure you, uh, don't get the default bread because it's, it's not vegan. Right. Um, but gosh, that bread was so good, light and fluffy. And we used it, you, I used it to sop up the dressing from this heirloom tomato salad. Yeah. And I used it on the next dish. Yes. Which I did save for last, even though we ordered it second. The last dish we ordered was their hummus. It was the best hummus of my life. Let's talk about it. The hummus has two options. One is a meaty option with lamb. The other is shroom, shishito, and egg, which you can get with just shroom and shishito. And this was when I said there's stuff that they'll veganize. Yeah. This one, we were like, could you do that without? Because we were like, we'll get the hummus either way. But if you could do this without the egg, we'd like this topping. Yeah. Let me describe this plate to you. The hummus comes... On a plate, there's a smear of muhamara, which is this roasted red pepper dip underneath. And it's like kind of spicy. And then they put the hummus on top and then they drizzle on the oil. And then on top was mushrooms (laughs) and a shishito pepper. Yes. They didn't say shishitos. It says shishito. It was a joke, but yes. They do. It does say mushroom, shishito, and egg. So, They're all singular. It, it was it was an oversight. Yeah. It accidentally came with just one shishito. Yeah. So it came with just a single shishito pepper. And I the hummus was in front of me, so I served from it first. We were all kind of doing our plates. So I scooped up the hummus with some of the muhamara and mushrooms and a shishito pepper. Yeah. And I ate everything. And we ate our whole first round of food. And then when we were kind of clearing plates out of the way... I moved the top of the shishito, like the little stem. Mm -hmm. I moved it because I was going to just keep my little plate, but not like all the dirty plates that were going away. So I put it on one of the dirty plates and 
one of the friends was like, what's that? And I said, oh, that's the top of the shishito pepper. <laughs> and that is when I discovered that I had taken yeah. immediately and I ate it first and immediately eaten the only shishito pepper that came on the hummus. Oblivious to the looks that the rest of us were giving each other when you did it. I had like, no idea. Oh my, no, I'm kidding. We weren't doing that. But I, so I was ab- accidentally a monster. Yeah. Uh, but this hummus, even without it, because I had several helpings of it without afterwards. It was real pajama eating behavior. Yeah. That you applied. <laughs> this was the best hummus of my life. Yeah. I, we're going to go back on my birthday so that I can eat this hummus. And I want to order, there's a salad that it is an endive salad. Ooh. That I really, I wanted to get it, but we were just ordering so much food already. Yeah. And I didn't want to be the vegan that was like, can we get this salad? It's an endive citrus salad with fresh greens, red endive, orange and grapefruit supremes, which is when they cut it so that it takes off the outside of the section. Mm. Sumac red onions, pepper, candied walnuts, and preserved lemon. Doesn't that sound just like an absolute dream? It does. There's also a beet carpaccio, but it's got feta and yeah. honey. Yeah. Now, I'm not eliminating two things. F that. I'll just get the endive salad, which looks incredible. Well, what I might get is mm-hmm. the rice again yeah. when we go back. So for the second round, that was our first round of eating. Yeah. We were pretty full, yeah. but we wanted to keep eating mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. he came back because this was supposed to be appetizers yeah when he came back we were like well, we're getting pretty full but we kind of wanted to do some kind of entree and he recommended getting a rice and then under the meats there were a, a couple of things i think that could be made or there was one thing that could be made vegan that's right the rice we got was the adas polo and it was tadig lentil nope nope because nope, that's the one i wanted we'll get that next time maybe <laughs> I wanted all of them. Yeah, I wanted all of we them. Ag- we reached a, co- a consensus mm-hmm. based on everybody's preferences. Yes. We got the Sabzi polo. Correct. Tadig, scallions, parsley, cilantro, fenugreek, basmati rice. I do love a fenugreek. It gives food such a special flavor. It's yeah. like an Indian spice, herb, at, really. At the risk of sounding repetitive, this was the best rice I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it's so good. It's that. It's like the crisps on the bottom... Yeah. Fluffy rest of the rice. Yeah. Rice. And it was so, and they give you the, they give you the crispy part too. When I think I said this at the restaurant, but when we went to Breaker Breaker and they said crisp rice yeah. in the salad, I was picturing this kind of crisp rice. Right. And right. you, so you can see why I was like, oh, when yeah. it arrived, because yeah. very different. I just, you, you five minutes ago got very mad at me for re, cycling a point that I made on a previous <laughs> podcast. And then you just did this now. True. I, you also did it at the table. You did it when we got home. You did it a week later. I just kept and thinking. And you're doing it now. I can't stop thinking about what that salad could have been if it had been what I pictured. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I'm clear that this is what you meant when you meant crispy rice. Yeah. Burnt rice. But you mean the crispy rice like we had in this dish. Yes. It was so good. So flavorful from all of those herbs. Yeah. Just delightful. Yeah. And then the entree under the meat section, it says vegetarian, but he said it's vegan also. It's a lamb shank stew. You just get it without the lamb shake. It's eggplant, yellow split peas, and tomato. Yep. I was out at this point. Oh. I tried it. I tried it. And I've had, with this group that we've gone out with for mm-hmm. dinner a few times now, I've tried eggplant just about every time. 
Yeah. And enjoyed it. They're always pushing time. you into your eggplant. No, I'm just having such a nice time. And I'm like, maybe I could be a, a better world person. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like I, I could open myself up yeah. and have a new experience and maybe like it. And it's worked. Yeah. But I don't like eggplant just across the board. And no. this this reminded me. So this was like the yellow split peas almost had like a brown lentil kind of texture when they were cooked. And yeah. like they were pretty firm. Not like because yellow split pea, like if you're making a yellow split pea soup, you're cooking it until they dissolve. But these were like still pretty firm. This looked like Boston baked beans to me. They were whole. Yeah. The whole, well, whole halves. But, you know, they, they didn't mush. But like the appearance of them looked like because mm-hmm. they were in a glaze. In a red tomatoey sauce. Yeah. And then it had just like a few pieces of eggplant in there, but the eggplant was like buttery. It like melted in your mouth. It was so good. It was like my ideal eggplant and Dave's eggplant nightmare. I don't think I wouldn't. It's, I think it's dramatic to call it my eggplant nightmare. <laughs> he it woke wasn't up for screaming. Me. It looked like a really well-made dish. Oh. It looked like a hearty stew option that I would have enjoyed. Yeah. You were like, just full. Everything about it, it was just not the eggplant. Like the, yeah. egg, the flavor put me off a little bit. I but see. it would have been great with that rice. Oh, I thought it was so aromatic. The spices were yeah. incredible. Mm. I had my little plate of falafel that we had incorrectly ordered. Yeah, we did order more falafel. Everybody was too full for it. If we'd ordered more hummus, I would have eaten more hummus. Yeah. That, that was the move. But then, like, we did all right. We did, took home a we little had- bit of the eggplant, a little bit of the hummus, and a little bit... No, a little bit of the falafel and a little bit of the rice. Mm-hmm. We had just enough for him and me to have lunch the yeah. next day. Yeah. We think it's good. fine. You always, you know, when you go out as a group of four and only two of you take the leftovers that the whole table was sharing home. I think that and the shishito thing. <laughs> we're real jerks. They may not feel, ask us yeah, to go out with them again. Maybe we're a they, problem. They did insist. Okay. But is it the kind of insi- like the sarcastic insistence no. of like, oh, no, well, I guess. No, no, you take it. You take it. No, they were saying they had a ton of leftovers in the fridge already to eat. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please go out with us again. We enjoy. We're fun. We're fun to go out with. We're fun and nice. We we follow the rules. We're polite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of us have to be reminded of the rules, but we'll follow them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you. Well, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take the only shishito. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, Delbar. Embarrassed me in front of our friends. What a. You just. I was mortified <laughs> for the rest of the night. I wasn't. We went out for a, a nightcap. Mm-hmm. At whoopsies? Whoopsies. Whoopsies. Had a whoopsies. good time. I had a ginger beer. I got to say, back to Del Bar. Yeah. It might be my favorite restaurant in Atlanta at this point. Mm. I can't think of a place where... I just said... that, Or I said two. You said one. Of the five unique dishes that we ordered, mm-hmm. three of them were the best of that food that we had ever had. Yeah. That's... A- that's bold. That's what big. else can you say that for? Yeah. What other place? This is Talking Toe News. All right. Hey, this is Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where uh, I pluck a headline. Uh, fresh from the, the tree of vegan news and present it and we talk about it. And then I put it right back on that tree to live out the rest of its life. This one is from plantbasednews.org by Daniel Clark. There's a Clark joint. 
from February 9th, 2024. A freshie. It is a freshie. They're all freshies. Mm-hmm. They're pretty. I pluck them fresh. You do. You do. Occasionally, there's one that's like older. Yeah. Usually a reason, though. Mm-hmm. It's the, usually something that needs to be brought up. Right. I go in the cellar and pull out a vintage headline. But all right. This one is every pret is a veggie pret. Pret ends meat-free branches. With vegan food selling well in all stores, the company thinks veggie pret is no longer needed. Pret-a-Manger is closing the last of its veggie pret stores because people are buying vegan options at all of its branches, the company has said. The meat-free outlets were first opened eight years ago as demand for plant-based food surged. Now, with veganism firmly in the mainstream, the stores are no longer needed, according to the company. Every pret is a veggie pret shop, said Catherine Bagshaw, UK food and coffee director at Pret-a-Manger, the BBC reports. So I'm going to stop right there and say this is clearly a UK thing. I'm confused. Are they getting rid of the meat in all the pret stores or they're just saying we don't need a separate thing yes. because we have vegan options? This was a Pret-a-Manger and then there was a veggie pret. And veggie pret had fewer locations than regular pret, but they were all vegan. Gotcha. Now they're saying Pret does well enough with vegan options that we're going to close the veggie Pret. Gotcha. Feels spinny to me. Very spinny to me. Yeah. Yeah. The last three veggie Pret stores will start serving meat alongside vegan food by the end of the month. So they're converting veggie Prets into normal Prets. Yeah, this doesn't sound like a good news story. I didn't say it was a good news story. Okay. I know you didn't. I thought... I misunderstood what was happening. And That's the spin. Yeah. Yeah. They did that. Spun. I, they spun me. Yes. You spin. Well, here's, so, it, 90% feels like spin. Mm-hmm. 10% is like, could be true. Could be, could be a better thing for there to be a higher tide of vegan in these Omni restaurants than a smaller number of dedicated vegan options that have probably lower foot traffic, which is why they're probably closing them in the first place. Yeah. Like they are closing the veggie ones, my take, because they are unsuccessful. Yeah. But they are also not, if I'm to believe this article, they're not stripping down the vegan options at regular Pret. Right. So that would tell me that there's a market for them. There's a demand for them, just yeah. not that, just not dedicated enough to justify the veggie pretz. Yeah. So I feel like it's definitely being spun like the vegan options are so successful that this dedication is no longer necessary. Right. I'm sure, of course, both of us would like there to be more just vegan pretz. Yes. But I think that there's a, there's a, sil- there's a potential silver lining there. Okay. At least a copper lining. Yeah, I'll, I'll go copper lining. Sure. Okay. And I need you to just hold your comments until I'm done with the article, <gasps> so please. Sorry. But, so sorry. Uh, meat-free eating live and well. Food launches from major meaty brands. Food launches from major meaty brands from Puka to Pizza Hut. Highlight the way vegan food is now completely mainstream in 2024. Definitely a UK vegan story. Yeah. Also, Daniel, just, just phrasing. Just, just words and the order that they go yeah. <laughs> is, it matters. Uh, fast food giant Burger King is pledged to be 30% meat-free in the UK by 2030. Meanwhile, a collaboration between Costa Coffee and Bosch has brought plant-based food to new audiences. 
With a recent study finding that the number of vegans in the UK soared to 2.5 million last year, there is little doubt that the movement is growing stronger and more accessible. So that's good. I feel like, obviously, we have a long-running sentiment that um, UK has it better than the US, and I think that that's true. I think that at a city-by-city level, I think that there's a lot to be excited about and optimistic about in the US as well. Mm -hmm. I think that our fast food game is declining where around the world it seems to be increasing. Yeah. And I hope that that changes soon. Yeah. Agree. Agree across the board. Uh, Okay. Now the floor is open for your thoughts. (laughs) Wait, really? This is Talking Toads. All right. One thing that is on the rise, actually, I don't think that's true, is advertising spends. We'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to Talking Tofu. How was that ad? Was there one? Was there two? And where's my money from those? <laughs> uh, so this is kind of related to our, our gripes and grumbles coming out of the, the Talking Tofu news article. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Um. Notable within the Streepy family, at least, and I think more widespread than that, for having a really banging chocolate chip cookie. 
this cookie, y'all, was From- crisp on the outside, tender and fluffy on the inside, ooey gooey chocolate chips. So amazing. Toll House level chocolate chip cookie. Nobody would ever suspect it of being vegan. Never. It was so good. Yeah. God, it was so good. It was a hit. It was a hit. I would go to Whole Foods during lunch at work and I'd bring a box of cookies back for everybody, put it out in the break room. Everybody's having the time of their life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even know that I was the angel that brought this for them. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just want smiles. Yeah. I don't need to own the smiles, you know? Just a top tier. So they perfected the vegan chocolate chip cookie and then they were like, you know what we should do is monkey with perfection. Well, so you kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to contribute. I take I take the story. <laughs> so the new year comes. I'm back in the office after the holidays, walking down to Whole Foods to get my lunch, and I see the packaging has changed on my on my Whole Foods chocolate chip cookies. So I get them because I'm like, hey, this could be content. <laughs> Lo and behold. Um Brought him back, brought him home for the family. Usually when I do this, it has about a six-hour life. Maybe two days. But they're gone pretty fast. The first thing that happens is we have a parade because those cookies are so good. And right. we're excited that we're going to eat them. Yep. There was no parade this day. I was like, these look different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But here's, you did not even try them that day. Yeah. No. So the packaging visually turns you off. Yeah. Instead of being in that cute little brown box, they're in one of those plastic clamshells. Yeah. And for some, and, but also you can really see them. And the texture looked bad to me. I was like, these don't look right. They looked bad. Ugly packaging. Ugly cookies. They didn't look bad. They They looked, looked different. They looked bad. The texture looked wrong. They looked more factorial. They looked more Pillsbury-esque than like something that was homemade, which is how they looked before. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. They looked produced, not baked. I'm a podcaster. Hell yeah. I paint pictures with my words. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I've also noticed I talk too quietly on the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you you are on to me about talking too loud. Yeah. You got to kind of find a middle range and stick in there. I think we just need better mics. No, you just got to. What is They can't see that. If I do a big laugh, I duck to the side so that it's not so loud. Wow. That's... Well, you came up in radio. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. In the funny world of jazz radio. I did. Jazz NPR. Where laughing is yeah, nonstop. I, I was the news producer by day, a radio jazz DJ by night. Yeah. Yeah. Delilah. That was so great because when I, I, that's what I wanted to do was radio. And they were like, I told that to my advisor and he was like, you should apply for an internship at the radio station. And I did and I got it. And they were like, the only thing is we have to pay you. Like they said it (laughs) like it was a bad thing. (laughs) I was like, please pay me. I would love to be paid to do the job I want to (laughs) do. Anyway, that was my short stint in radio. I loved it. It was a golden age. I loved doing radio. Why don't you get back to it? How? Sirius. Okay. Sirius has hosts. That's true. So that's how. You, you'd be a DJ for a radio station. <laughs> so I noticed flagging enthusiasm for the cookies after a couple of days. I did try one. I asked you 
to eat some for the podcast. You said you didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, these look bad. So I, I took one. I took two bites of it. It was terrible. It was dry. It was like dry when you bit into it and then turned gummy in your mouth. There wasn't enough chocolate chips. And the chocolate chip quality has also gone down. Instead of like the fudgy, melty vegan chocolate chips, these are like kind of hard, chalky chocolate chips. I didn't like any part of it. And then I was like, do I finish this cookie? And I was like, why would I eat? We had other cookies. So I threw that one away and I got the oatmeal raisin cookie. You baked other cookies. Yes. You baked other cookies before we finished this box of cookies. That's how bad these looked. This is why our house is full of stuff. (laughs) Honestly, I forgot about those cookies when I baked the oatmeal raisin ones. That is why our house is full of stuff. I took one look at those and I was like, I'm not going to eat those. So in my mind, we didn't have any cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Scale that out (laughs) to things. And that's the same approach to stuff. I'm bad about it too. I'm not indicting you specifically. We're both criminals. (laughs) You are the ringleader of this gang though. What? Of the... I'm not the one with Amazon packages on the porch all the time. That's right. You're also not the one taking four trips to Goodwill in a in a two week span. No, but I'm saying that I am staying on top of the ins and the outs <laughs> better than you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that the mentality that we have with these cookies, that we have with dips, that we have with any the difference between new food and older, <laughs> slightly older food. <laughs> Is a pro is the same problem that we as streepies have with mm-hmm. things. It's the same problem that Americans have with everything. I'm just saying that we could do we could do better. Okay, I'm gonna work on myself in 2024. We're gonna work on ourselves in 2024 because we're a team. Dave, what do you think we're about a- these cookies? Uh, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Sorry. So hold sorry. On. Excuse me. I so do- you. Made oatmeal raisin cookies. Yeah, I did. And those were gone in two days. (laughs) Yes. The point that I was going to make before you tried to move on because you're getting annoyed (laughs) is that I ate, I jumped ship to the oatmeal cookies as well. I finger wagged you with one hand while I had a cookie in the other. Yeah, because those cookies are banging. So I'm telling on myself too. Mm -hmm. Let me do that. See, it's not just Dave getting on to Becky. It's Dave getting on to Dave and Becky. <laughs> That's an entity. It's us loathing. Great. It's not self-loathing. It's not you loathing. It's a whole it's different us loathing. thing. Cool. I thought it tasted not great, but I didn't think it was awful. I want to preface this. I will not buy these again. I will they have no place in our house. There are better cookies. There are the take and bakes from Kroger are head and shoulder above. Anything coming out of Whole Foods right now. Yeah, to me, they those were like, I would take either one right. neck and neck. The Kroger ones were slightly better. But now the Kroger ones are like astronomically better. Yeah. And the they taste like you bought a box of cookies off the shelf. And those cookies were loaded with preservatives and would never, they wouldn't go bad for four weeks, five weeks, something like that. But some of those cookies can be good. But with all of them, you miss that day one flavor. Mm-hmm. Like none of those cookies, like Chips Ahoy or whatever, like none of them have like a day one flavor. 
And the good thing about the take and bakes is you get that day one flavor for a couple of days and then they're gone because yeah, they're, so, they're good. so good. Right. So these are day two cookies on day one and they're, they're just not, there's nothing special about them. They've taken everything special out of it. Yeah. They're bad y'all. Yeah. Don't, don't waste your money. Yeah. Hey, on a scale of one to 10 falafels, how many would you give these? Two. I give it two falafels. I was sick of the, the package. I was sick of the plastic clamshell at one point. And so I said to our child, it was just me and him that night. I was like, hey, tonight we're going we're gonna to pig out on the rest of these chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And he said, yay, yippee, and was so excited to eat them. So they pass a child's test. A child, he was as enthusiastic for those as he was for the original recipe. Hmm. So that's where the two comes from. Okay. They're not garbage. Zero. Okay. Zero from me. All right. Because not only were they bad, but such a disappointment. Because when you came back from Whole Foods and said you got chocolate chip cookies, that's exciting. I wanted to be excited as well. I was yeah, excited. I know. Yeah. I wanted to like them. Hey. Yeah. You want to eat some gummies? I'm nervous. What do we got? So these are say bonbon. They are French oh. gummies. Oh, ho, ho, sent to us by listener Marilyn. They came in the same box as those tahine gummies that we tried ah. not too long ago. Yeah, did we like those? I liked them, but then I haven't eaten them since. Yeah. Same. Because there's just always other candy in there that I want. Yeah. I keep going back to those Airhead Extremes if I want to eat a fun gummy. Our snack situation is real bad right now. No, it's better now that we went to the store, but better it's still today. not great. Yeah. It's been a bad two weeks for yeah. snacks in it's our been, house. It's been rough, y'all. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to try these. Maybe they'll help get our snack game back on point. I'm up to try anything. It says spreading happiness one candy at a time, and then it says it underneath in French. Okay. How many colors? I'm seeing red, orange, and blue. Okay. No green? Red, orange, and blue. No yellow? Ooh, they smell nice. I'm just going to take a red, orange, and a blue, and then I'll pass them on to you. Dirty hand just deep in there, huh? Yeah. I want to eat the blue one last. Orange first. Going with the incisors. They're not that hard. No, they're not. Ooh, they're like a gumdrop consistency. They are. They are. Mmm. Mmm, fun. Mmm, fun. Ooh, it's nice and tart. I feel like orange is sometimes too sweet, and this orange is real tart. I was going to say it's not tart enough. Mm. I'm making my mouth water. It's so tart. Going red. Red? Okay. That's good. Is this cherry? It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. Did you say that these are, these say they're bonbons? Look on the back. See? I'm eating a blue one. Happiness is spreading happiness one candy at a time. Propagé du bonheur, un bonbon à la fois. Pretty good. Bonbon candy. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with these. They're kind of giving me Sour Patch Kids with a little bit of a different... Sour Patch Kids are a little firmer. You could eat more of these than a Sour Patch Kid. Mm-hmm. 
Because they don't stick in my teeth okay. as much. Yeah, I like them. They're fun. Oh, these are really fun. I'm going to have another one. Thanks, Marilyn. Marilyn. I love them. I'm going to try red, uh, blue, and an orange at the same time. Now I'm closing them because I'm hungry and I don't want to get a stomachache. Hey, we got a letter. Speaking of letters. Okay. You didn't say. Carolina writes, Ooh, hearing about your mouse dream, I have to tell you that I have been living that dream for the past couple of months. We bought an old house in October and quickly realized that we had mice in the kitchen. I got these great mouse traps that catch the mice without harming them. Every night, I would catch these adorable mice bring them with me on my bike ride to work. Oh my gosh, this is the cutest thing I've ever heard. And release them in the woods on the way. And you guys, they were so cute. Like teeny tiny forest mice. So small and cute. I just wanted to boop their little noses all day long. I wonder if you'd let them stick around if they would have helped you sew a dress. Yeah. Or climb up into your chef's cap and help you bake a cake. We have since fixed. I know that's a a rat. rat. We have since fixed the holes in the wall that they sneaked in through, but I sure miss their little faces. I made videos of me releasing them and showed to my little students at work. I teach middle school art, and they loved it too. That's delightful. There's a postscript as well. No. You looked at me. It's mean to me. Becky, doing the business end of the showering first is right. Don't let a man dictate mindset or showering for you. Carolina, my friend in feminism. I agree. Anyway, let's go back to the mice because that's really cute. Okay. I love this idyllic life that she paints too. This like her, the humane mouse trap on the back of her bike as she pedals through the countryside to teach middle school art and she (laughs) releases them into the forest. Gosh, (laughs) that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cute. What a dream you're living, Carolina. And socialized medicine on top of all of that. Right. If you fall off your bike, you're not going to be bankrupted. Right. And teaching art. Very cool. Yeah, how cool. Very cool. Just cool across the board. Yeah, thank you for that letter, Carolina. If you would like to write us a letter, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can slide into our DMs, TalkinTofuPod on Instagram like Carolina did. I read and respond to everyone. And thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. Wow. And do us a big favor and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is the number one way that people discover our little show. Did you know... That if you share a story about us and tag us, we will share that story in our stories. Wow. It's true. Wow. We're so generous. That's how you get famous. That's how you do it. By getting shared in Talkin' Tofu's stories. Talkin' Tofu. Another way you can support the show is by picking up some merch. Grab yourself a Talkin' Tofu mug, tea, sticker, mouse pad, and more in our Tea Public shop. That's teapublic.com slash talkin-tofu. And I am Glue and Glitter on Instagram and Threads. And you can find my recipes, including one for amazing oatmeal raisin cookies, at glueandglitter.com. I'm Line Leader on Instagram and Threads, and Line Leader was taken at TikTok. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye. Selling a little? Or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.